When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Remember any, anything like anybody said to me that yeah. was like really like, oh, wow, that was like, that's going to stick with me. But other than Western Michigan just ripping me in the penalty box. <laughs> but I guess I, I guess I got the last lap there. Welcome back to Pucks in Deep, episode number 111 here. I'm your co-host, Connor Thelman. And I'm your other co-host, James Murray. It's been uh, two weeks here, and obviously a very tough guest to follow up in Joey Sofa, but we found him, and uh, he wears number 77 for the Blue Jackets. That's Nick Blakenberg coming on later in the show. But Shooter! Yeah, yeah. No, Thelly, what do we got, though? Obviously, lots happened in two weeks. Um, Since you heard us, yeah. we're recording this on Tuesday, mm. June 7th, so if you hear some info that's like, what? That's cut. That's why. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, what's happening right now is my bet with the Tampa Bay Lightning is just swimming. I, I'm not like Laz. Thanks, buddy. Your team sucks. Yeah. Let's go. Roll Lightning. Ross Colton to the to the promised land. Pat Maroon is a wagon. Uh, so that's some update in NHL playoffs news. Kale McCarr and the Avs also helping me out last night. Mm. I think I might just be a full time gambler. Johnny's been doing some work. Johnny Lazarus, member of ECH, yeah, been doing some is... work behind the scenes for the NHL Shout on out YouTube. To him. There. Shout out to our boy. I always, always love to see a guy level up. Especially NHL on our staff. studio, not a big deal. No, we how about how about the shirt choice I'm, I'm, was a little questionable I'm, on night one. Oh, that was so bold. <laughs> was, that was so bold. <laughs> it was like picture day in like middle school. Yeah, you know, and your mom's just like, yeah, put on that. Probably an American Eagle tee, if I had to guess. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're gonna get into that later with blanks. He probably but, asked uh, his other boys that aren't us, like, hey boys, does this look good? Like, <laughs> uh, we didn't see, we didn't get the group message text. <laughs> we did not get because we would have saved him before he just. Yeah, embarrassed throw, himself. Throw on some ECH. You yeah. Know, or any, the least any, a guy could do. A Mercyhurst polo. And, uh, something. I don't think Laz's seat is hot enough. How about him wearing a Kale McCarr jersey and then betting in the Oilers money line last night? <laughs> Gosh. I mean, no, he wasn't wearing the McCarr jersey last like, night, but two nights or three nights ago, and then he goes Oilers. Sometimes you just got to burn money, though. You know, you got to light it on fire for no apparent reason. You knew the Oilers getting swept last night. I, I, I don't think Laz needs anything else of his burnt. Yeah, yeah he's that's added. true. God. I'm sorry, Les. I didn't even. I'm gonna drink. On I, I am, but I'm not. You know, you still wore a Kale McCarr jersey, and then you bet. Oh, there's money line. Yeah, two nights you later. You played with doing, Kale. Man? Yeah, you played with the guy. 
And you're wearing his jersey you on got NHL him on, You got him on YouTube. the Pucks and Deep podcast. And then two nights later, you're taking Oilers' money line behind his back. That's one of maybe the scummiest things I've ever heard. That's but uh, we're going to keep going. Yeah, so that's kind of... Let's let's get into what we've talked about since the last podcast. <laughs> it was just a two minutes of ripping drive. <laughs> we got to mention Laz every pod. He's doing great things, so shout out. But we love you, Laz. It's all Rangers, good fun. It looks like they're going to be tied 2-2 two to two in the series with the Lightning. It is, I'm yeah. still thinking Lightning just because you know, they got the pedigree, but we'll I, see. Hey, the Rangers have not lost at home. I'm going to take them. Uh Winning the the next series doesn't start until somebody loses at home. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to go seven. I think the Rangers get it done in seven. As much so? as I want to see Ross Colton get a chance at the cup. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. But Dude, we're already want, getting to see our boy. boy hey, back. hey, this is a big announcement. Who? We have uh, former podcast guests, two of them, actually. Hit me. Three of them. Jeez. What's how many happening? guys do we have on the Avs? Going to play for the Stanley Cup, though. The Avs have advanced. Uh, they swept the Oilers like we like we were saying, but oh, uh, yeah, Nico Sturm, Nico, uh, yeah, 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 Alex Newhook, and then wouldn't uh, mind seeing Nico get a couple more shifts. <clears throat> we can just uh, <laughs> put him out there, and uh, then obviously Bacar as well. Please, play him. But those those three guests are, yeah. you know, all going to the cup now, and God, we just want to see them. I win will one. say the amount of times I saw Newhook ring one in deep last night, oh, just uh, smiling ear to ear, my yeah. guy. Like this guy, he knows. What Did he's he doing. like the tweet? Yesterday that we put out, I haven't. Oh, looked. so the beard looked great. It did look good. That, that penalty. Nico even questionable. had Nico didn't play last night, but I saw him on the bench after the game, and he had a little stubble going. He's gone. Didn't he have a suit on? He looked yeah, good. he looked. Yeah, he, he did. did. Beard was gone. Um, hopefully, he gets a shot. A couple games in the cup, and uh, I think he had a wedding season. to go to. And that's why he wasn't playing because he had like mm. right afterwards. That's why he's dressed the nine. That must have been it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a great. He's the best man. Endurance athlete. That's what you do. Endurance yeah. athlete. Mm. Shout out Nico. We're Avs fans here. Okay? Oh, yeah. We're and really Blue Jackets, to win. As, as Absolutely. We'll get to yes. Yeah. We love the Blue Jackets, of um, course. But yeah, so that's kind of happening in the NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. As far as college hockey news, uh, let's just dive through our page here. We had Sofa on last pods. Hard to follow that, but then we get Trudy McGavin. So we did pretty fine here. God, Sofa's just going to feel like crap now seeing that Blanks is coming on next. That's like, tough. Well, you know, Sofa, he's going to be playing pros somewhere. Hey, they both have their stick in the air at the blue line. That's one thing they have in common. True. So he's getting two jerseys retired in college hockey. Not a big deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah. So he's yeah. doing fine. I love how we keep talking about Sofo, but <laughs> I will say the biggest story that that happened here. Well, quick shout out to actually Dylan Holloway. Played yes. Opening Another NHL one. debut for the Oilers last night. Again, I think that's why they lost. They didn't give him enough time. Absolutely. I mean, I was, let, let I was saying on the couch. Wet, I was saying, get the yeah. guy on. He's got a ton of offensive skill. Like, just get him out there. Literally. And like, they were, bur- guys were gassed. I mean, McDavid played like 26 Yeah, minutes. they're down to like 10 forwards. It's just like, dude, give the. That's so long. To three be minutes ain't enough. Chasing man. around McCarr. And you don't think that kid's hungry, but. He, he, I, you're probably blacked out. You, st- you touch the ice and like Blanks is saying, you blacked out after you score. But if I'm in a playoff game making yeah. my debut in, in, in Edmonton, where it's just crazy, yeah, I'm blacking out every time my blades are on the ice. I will say, I think he got what he needed out of it. I mean, look at that ammo in the end still. We threw it was unbelievable. The lettuce could great. not have looked better. It just no my way. My goodness. Number 36, you know, shout out. Give me some like, uh, is it, was it Dave Bolin from uh, yeah, Blackhawks? Wow, Hawks. wow, that's old. Bolin, what a pull. I know. Wow. Who yeah. else has 36? Though? No one, no he, one. He was yeah. repping it. He no, was looking really, good. That's so. true. If they played you, you know, I would say 20 shifts, you probably win by four. Oh, Johnny just texted us saying, hey, I shouted out ECH right after we just just ripped him alive in the pot. We're going to see this. Earmuffs. I'm going to edit this in the beginning. Laz, if you're listening to this, we love you. I I say keep it right here because it's going to be funny that that it's after this whole thing. Earmuffs in the beginning. Yeah, okay. We'll we'll put that in. But Thanks for the shout out, though, on NHL uh, YouTube there, Johnny. Love you, Laz. Love you. We'll have to make sure we confirm that because he could be shooting. We don't know. Shooting the shit. Nah, no, nah he's, he's a good guy. He's, he's a good, good guy. guy. He's a good guy. He's a Mercyhurst guy. Like yeah, good guy. yeah, yeah. Uh, so shout out to Laz. God, I feel but terrible about myself. Dylan man. Holloway making the start. <laughs> yeah, huge though. Huge for Wisconsin. Getting another guy in the show. I mean, yeah. obviously Caulfield tore it up. McDonough's been I don't know how he was a mainstay, winning cups here in Tampa. I mean, they've had some big 
not Danny Heatley. Uh, huge guys coming out of Wisconsin. Big guys. Ke- Keandre Miller, Keandre. hell of a year. I mean, Wisconsin's good for them. Turcotte. Turks, yep. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's it's cool to see, and uh, just more college guys in the NHL. So that's kind of what's happening in NHL. I'd say the biggest uh, college hockey storyline that's came out um, since we talked last. This is probably be our only thing we touched on. Is really nothing else has happened. Yeah, okay. I said a lot's happened. Nothing's really happened other than those. Well, no, actually, one quick one. This is good news. We're gonna get good <clears throat> news and then like controversial news. Okay, go. So good news is for me. Shout out. Sandlin got locked up through 2027 for the Bulldogs. In the morning, yeah. That is huge news. Uh, I mean, like we lost, what was it, our, our athletic director or something to Denver? Mm. Are you kidding me? You're going to, yeah, have fun. See ya. I think it's good. It's I don't know. I don't miss that guy at all. No. Sandlin, shout out. I mean, this guy is true. He's probably the AD and the head coach. He's bulldog country through and through. We got to talk to him at, uh, at Naples. Great guy. Yeah. I, yeah, was I intimidating going legend. up saying, hey, this is what my name was? Like, yes. I was never been more scared of my life. I still life. remember walking through the tunnel. They're doing warm-ups. I tried to shake his hand. I couldn't. He had three rings on. Yeah, just, like, just weighing him down. Yeah, he just yeah. like dragging yeah. his freaking fist across everywhere. But I remember walking across. <laughs> he's watching him do warm-ups. And I was like, I need to get this on the ECH story. Like, excuse me, uh, legend. Yeah. And I almost shit my pants. So shout out to him. Locking up through 2027. That's, that's huge for the Bulldog country. Mm-hmm. And just NCHC. Yeah. I mean, because uh, who, who was it that just got extended? Uh, Bradbury yeah. for North Dakota. Yeah. So like, these coaches are, I'm guessing David Carl, they're going to try to lock him up too. You, you'd assume. Yeah. So yeah, big, big news happening for college hockey there, but then controversial news, USHL came out uh, this past week with all their, uh, you know, player awards, player of the year, as well as defenseman of the year mm-hmm. is Mitchell Miller, former North Dakota commit, former coyotes, Arizona coyotes draft pick, obviously a controversial past because he had a bullying case in, what was he? Uh, 14. When he was 14 in eighth grade, yeah. but still not good things uh, as far as he was picking on a, a black student, who classmate of his, mm-hmm. who had some uh, mental deficiencies as well. And, you know, obviously that's not good. That's what ca- caused him to get kicked out of yeah. off the team on North Dakota. Uh, you know, the Coyotes rescinded the draft pick after they did it just because of public backlash pretty much. Yeah. But it's just like... I don't know, but the guy, he got a second chance with Tri-City, who we played for the year before. I, th- I think the Tri-City coach came on and said he had a good message. He he worded it well. Right. But, I mean, like, they, they, it, they knew this kid. Again, like, everybody, even Sofo, actually, former, like, he, yeah, I think he played with Mitchell Miller yeah. at some yep. point. Yep. Like, everybody's saying, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a changed guy. I really effing hope so, because, like, that story, it, it does rip you apart. Yeah, absolutely. Like, everybody's pretty I think everyone deserves a second chance, but he was 14. You gotta remember that. Exactly. Not that excuses it at all, but just like, all right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's both ways. It's it's obviously not good. I think he'd be the first person to say it. There's still time to make a difference, though. There's plenty of time in your life to go make a difference. Yeah. In a positive way. So, um, yeah, no, it's definitely controversial. And it, will he get another D1 offer? I've heard some rumors. Uh, not going to say anything on that right now, but yeah. definitely heard some rumors of where he could be going. So um, we'll be interesting to see if he does indeed do that. And if he does, will he do well? You know, obviously he tore it up in the US, you show this year, but uh, I mean, let me just read game. So for people listening, like, why are we even talking about this? This wouldn't be a story if he didn't play as well as he did this year. Right. And he won. But there's, I think, I think the award was, I don't think he needed the award. He know he played well. I don't think exactly. he needed the award. He didn't need award. the award and the USHL still gave it to him. Yeah. And that was pretty a little, bold. I didn't understand that move. Pretty but. bold. Um, I mean, in 60 games, he had 39 goals, <clears throat> 44 assists, and was plus 43 on the ice. So that's pretty ridiculous in 60 games with Tri-City there. Yeah. Um, as a defenseman. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, he was committed to North Dakota. Got drafted in the fourth round, yeah. and he could have went higher if it wasn't for that controversy. Which every he like explained apparently to every NHL team. No one else <laughs> sniffed him. No, Coyotes are like that's our guy, mm-hmm. and then they go back on it. So yeah, we have to see what to find out. You know where he ends up. 
Um, It'd be an interesting story to follow, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's all I'm going to say. It's still right college now. hockey news. Yeah, we're just we're you know that's all we're going to say. <clears throat> um, but moving on, we got good times, especially if you're betting on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right? <laughs> we get it. We get it. That. We do have a great podcast coming up for you. We had an interview with Nick Blankenberg. Ever heard of him? Captain yeah, guy of Michigan. Seat. Yeah, captain of Michigan. <laughs> I mean, Wolverine through and through. Red Berenson said he reminded him of himself. Mm. Um, I'll just assume. And yeah, so check that out real quick. And then if you want to make some money before you even listen to that podcast, which again, I'm doing right now. I'm watching the Tampa Bay. We get it, man. Okay. Uh, You're going to want to go to DraftKings Sportsbook. And then in the states that allow it, let's let's be honest, the cool ones do. Mm. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code THPN. That's THPN. You're going to get a little bit of bang for your buck. Isn't that right, James? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, go and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets. Of no matter what, that's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Wow. That was actually one of your better ones. That's all right. That was, that was not bad. I, I struggle. On to the most important thing here. Nick Blankenberg. Shooter. McGavin. Shooter's tour. Yeah, it is a shooter's tour. Thanks, Nick, for coming on. Nick, take it away. All right, now we welcome on very special guest. I mean, you might know him as a guy who's had a mullet every year since what he was fifteen. Uh, also, Shooter <laughs> McGavin, yeah, known on the Best ice, selling college hockey. I mean, El Capitano for your Michigan Wolverines. Got Nick Blankenberg. Nick, welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's it's a long time coming. We've been trying to get you mm-hmm. on here, and uh, now now's our time. Especially since our our trip to Michigan. Oh man. Um, I don't know how much we can bring that up. It was, yeah. it, it was a good time. I will say it made us hate Notre Dame more than anything. It did. In the world, like, yeah. the boy. And we have some relationships over there, but yeah. Yeah, I think we got swept, we got swept by them that weekend. It, it was tough. It was only a 12-hour drive. Don't And we weren't hung over anything on Sunday coming back, so it was good. Yeah. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't make it to the Frozen Four. So, no, they did not. We'll no, they did not. But, I will, but I, what I will say is Michigan, my favorite place to visit so far out of all the schools you've been to, though. Hands down, hands down. Yeah, talk about, uh, I mean, you've had a wild year, so we'll kind of get in everywhere, but like talk about, you know, just thinking in that Michigan atmosphere. I'm just thinking about children of Yost that effing, uh, see, I think you avoided the effing. You, you avoided, big. yeah. Uh, the cowbell. The cowbell is still in my ears right now. Like, it's tell just about that raining atmosphere. in my ear, man. Yeah, how, how much are you going to miss that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's crazy looking back at the four years and thinking of like my first game walking out into Yost and just realizing I was like, man, I, I love this place. I never want to leave here. And, um, even the last game of the year there, it's a lot of special memories and moments that, that I had. And, and I'll definitely miss it. Uh, just from a recruiting standpoint, like if I'm a recruit, I never went to a game before I played my first game, but if I was a recruit and I saw a game there, I don't know how you don't commit to Michigan by just seeing that, mm-hmm. that atmosphere. So, yeah. um, I think it's just, I think it's a different kind of atmosphere and, something that just makes college hockey even even better than than what it is and and whatnot so the fans are unbelievable and the atmosphere you guys you guys have seen it so it's it's a lot of fun it was just even before the game you can feel it. you get on a campus and yeah. on a game day you can feel it just by just driving on the street there they were there before the guys hit the ice for warm-ups like the cold, was going oh, yeah. hours before. student section oh yeah getting after we'll it be, we'll be doing our pregame stretch like 90 minutes before the game or whatever and they'll be playing They'll be playing NHL on the big screen, playing against each other, and um, they definitely they definitely love their hockey, and um, they've always supported us, which has been great. So very thankful for them. Yeah, I mean, you got to play in what is arguably the best fan base in college hockey. I think uh, North Dakota's right there, obviously, but 
Penn State. We got to get Penn, there. Penn but State's for right, right now, you guys are top of Big Ten. I'll say because so, because we haven't experienced number number one on social media too. How how big as a, from a player's perspective? How True. big of a advantage is that for you as a player going to Michigan? They have a hundred thousand followers for on the Instagram. gram. Yeah, big for the gram. Yeah. Huge. I mean, gram. I think it's I think it's cool just in college, and I mean, it's weird to think about, but hundred thousand people are are seeing those posts and, and seeing your name out there, which is which is just pretty weird for uh, for me being a freshman who just wanted to play college hockey and yeah. didn't care if I played a game or not. Like I just thought it was cool in general. And um, obviously pretty cool seeing all the stuff that they post and the media team does a great job there with yeah. uh, TikToks they make or the questions and stuff not or, and whatnot. I, I just think that helps the fans engage with and kind of get to know know guys a little bit more which is cool oh yeah it's helped sell tickets too and like like we said no other team's really doing it like michigan is i mean it's a huge advantage for recruiting too i think but don't you i mean you get to see it everywhere the kids are seeing it everywhere yeah yeah more I than mean, mercy you look at the last last year's recruiting class i mean you look at the class coming in mm-hmm. um i think i think kids are starting to see it and, and starting to understand a little bit more which is pretty cool to see it's kind of a sorry. I just thought of a random question. Did you just compare time out. Did you just compare Michigan to Mercyhurst? Yeah, that was just a jab at that was just for a when he's low listening to this jab, one. Jab, <laughs> that was low. The media they had a good year. Obviously, not going to. They had a good there. year. Okay, but uh, just like Michigan probably has just I mean top to bottom the best talent, especially in terms of Instagram. So if you had to choose, like you know who has the most heat on on their Instagram page? I mean, you got ten thousand followers. That's that's up there. A college hockey player now a professional obviously. are you saying most followers or just best pictures just best best page in general who do you think really brought it this uh, season for the boys i know where he's going with this one i think but go i have one in mind yeah. yeah uh i don't know who the i honestly i think there's a lot of guys that have good pages i think Nolan <laughs> moyle has a really funny Ooh. instagram page if yeah, you watch true. if you see some of the stuff that he posts but <laughs> obviously it's uh, it's all good stuff but um i mean definitely the worst two are definitely Luke Hughes and Bordalo. I there think. Yeah, I was waiting is. for Bordalo. He said the okay, worst I mean, too. Yeah. He said the worst too. Yeah, <laughs> that's the worst. I don't know. I think Bordy's. I think Bordy's is a lot better than Hughes's. Yeah, I think Hughes's Hughes is bad. Those those three uh, American <laughs> Eagle posts. Like, I think it forces really, him to put up a lot of points though, because deep down he knows he's got that just lingering on his Instagram page. Yeah, American Eagle. Yeah. American Eagle. He's I mean, got jokes on jokes. Jokes on everyone else. Like that's that was obviously an NIL deal. So yeah, I mean, gotta he pay got the bills. paid for it and. I don't think many other guys got got paid for stuff yeah. like that, and yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, so good for him. Actually, that's why. Remember uh, World Championships when he scored that overtime game winner and did yep. the eagle. Yeah, that's because uh, guys like Nate Schmidt and Austin Watson and Seth Jones gave him that nickname when they saw his <laughs> Instagram, and it was like kind of like a like a ch- uh, chirp within the team. It. Like everyone called his new nickname's the Eagle. Oh, so, man. Ironically, of course, he scores an overtime game winner, which is, I mean, you saw it. Yeah. So, and then he does the Eagle, which the Sally was great, but if he does it again, he definitely could work on it a little bit. Little bit more. That's that's a clip yeah. It right didn't look there. like he had practiced it. it too much. I thought it was just like USA. We're doing the eagle. All right. No. God, there's yeah, a good no, backstory. That's, Ameri- that's the American Eagle uh, thing right there. So we'll see if he gets any more of those next year. I'm sure he will. Oh yeah. I think he's got to. That, I mean, that brings us to the guy who won the best selly in college hockey. It's a pretty you know highly claimed award for very prestigious. given out by ECH yeah. first time I think. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and obviously stepped into those shoes, filled them pretty well with Shooter McGavin. Talk to us about what went into that celly and just, uh, I mean, how you, you rocked it all season long. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Kent said something on it um, when you had him on the podcast a while ago. But yep. um, oh, yeah. I don't know. There's there's one night all the guys were together and we're like, yeah, let's just throw on Happy Gilmore. And um, 
I don't know, we golf all the time in the summer at the Michigan course. So any anytime I made a made a birdie, I would do the do the shooter McGavin and and whatnot. So I told the guys going in the year, I said, you know, if if I score like a big time goal this year, like I'm I'm taking the glove off and and I'm doing the Sally. So I I only took the glove off twice this year. Um overtime against Western Michigan at their rank, which felt good because it's a sick place to play, but you hate playing there because it's hard to play. Um, the lunatics. And then obviously, obviously Ohio State, senior weekend, um, with like five minutes left in the third, so that was pretty cool. And then I did it a few other times, but kept the glove on or, or did it more nonchalant. I think almost every time I scored, I incorporated it in, in the celly somehow, so it's kind of oh, an inside really? joke within the guys. Yeah, the glove only came off twice. I like that. Special occasions, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, how quiet was that? We still have to get to, uh, you know, Western Michigan over to the Lawson Arena yeah. with those lunatics. But, like, how quiet did that barn get? Were they still ripping at you even after you buried and were shooting down on the logo pretty much? <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> I like to think they still uh, had something I'll to never, say, but I don't know. I'll never forget that that goal. That's probably one of, like, my all-time favorites just because, like, playing in Western Michigan is just so hard because of the, what is it, the loss in lunatics or yeah. whatever. And yeah. I think I had, I think every time I played there over my four years, I had at least a penalty in each game and you're just getting absolutely ripped in the penalty box and anyone who says like it you know it doesn't get in your head a little bit like throughout a game like it definitely does so um we were struggling and trying not to get swept as the number one team in like the second or third weekend of the year so Mm. that felt good but yeah it was definitely uh definitely a little quiet i think obviously they were booing us and we were like right in their student section i think people were People were giving us the finger, and obviously, guys like Prasan were probably egging them on and blowing them a kiss and whatnot, which was funny. So it was a that was a fun night. Talk about the worst two minutes of your life, though, in that box. What's the worst thing you heard from? A, from- oh, I can't. Even, I can't even say it on here. <laughs> oh Definitely some. Uh, I think I remember some mom jokes. Um, some captain, some captain jokes on on how I got ca- how how I became captain. Oh gosh, yeah. um, I'm sure they're nice like, though. Just like. <laughs> yeah stuff like that where it's like they're not really good chirps like it's stuff that you'd say in like middle school but it's just like you, you can't like not laugh so it's uh it was good i was pretty impressed with like how deep the children of yost got like they had some research going a lot yeah. of a lot of non-repeatable stuff there too and i was just a like, lot probably the most Michigan. most i've heard out of anywhere it was bad some of the stuff was like wow you can yeah. say that here there's kids yeah so i think they took some i never i never heard it from oh my from goodness. me but obviously like some guy, you'd say like some guy from Minnesota who has his Tinder account going on the weekend in Ann Arbor and yeah. somebody will see it and they'll print out his Tinder picture. I think like that was probably one of the funniest ones that I saw. Oh just like, man. I mean, if I, saw, yeah, if I saw that and I was playing away, I'd be like, oh man, that's just, that's so that's just a tough, tough look. That's in front of all the boys. Too. <laughs> yeah, can, we, can we say who that player was? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know who it was. I can't remember, but that's hilarious. Uh, I can take it. I think it happened a few times for sure. Coaching? All it takes is one girl to just ruin you, man. <laughs> just screenshot that. It's oh over. yeah, it's over. Throwing on the bio. What about? I mean, you, you mentioned like you had never even went to a Michigan game before. You you played in your first one. Like, didn't you walked on to Michigan, right? Like, what was that process like? You know, getting earning your time there because you know you weren't drafted coming out of the AJ or anything. Like, what was that like? You know, making sure you got that roster spot, eating shots for the boys, mm-hmm. any way you can fill a you know a lineup. How was that initial process for you at Michigan? Yeah, well, for me, I mean, I didn't really care where I ended up. I just wanted to play Division One college hockey, whether if that was um, Robert Morris was the first team that offered me. So that was, had to, uh, I ended up turning that down, obviously. But 
Um, Obviously, oh, played, that's tough. My brother that's played college way. hockey at Nebraska Omaha for four years. He was a goalie there, so I I went to a few of those games, and that's where I really wanted to go. And then um, right before Christmas, uh, I was talking to Michigan a little bit, and um, I ended up coming home for Christmas and went on a visit there. And within like a day or two, I was like, I think when I was driving home, I told my parents, I was like, this is where this is where I want to go. Like it's close to home. I was playing 27 hours away in Calgary, Alberta. Um, so it was an easy decision for me. And looking back at it, I obviously very, very happy with the decision. And they kind of just told me that, Hey, like you'll, uh, you'll get a chance to play and, and the rest is kind of up to you. But looking back at it too, I feel like any, any coach is going to tell any player like, Hey, you're going to get a chance to play. Right. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. that's, triple a junior ushl college like you're gonna get a chance so i was i was fortunate enough to play i think every game but one my freshman year i think i was scratched like the second or third game yeah so i think it's just all about obviously opportunity and um making the most of it most out of it so Mm -hmm. thankful for for what they uh what they did for me and just giving me a chance yeah, it's turned out great so far. I yeah, mean, I think it's, it's working. It's, I think it's working. <laughs> it's working. Plus, I yeah. mean, with just a, a massive senior year, like looking into the stat sheet right now, what was it, 14 goals this season? Like, were you like surprised at how many times you had the opportunity to do finger guns this year above all else? Or you're just like, coach, give me the puck. This is what happens. Yeah. You know, like put me in the power play. <laughs> Man, I don't even like when somebody asked, like, how it's like you're turning into a goal scorer. Like, I that wasn't, I did not think that I was going to score 14 last year I think I got again like I got put into really good situations and had a lot of good opportunities to score and I mean you're playing with Maddie Beneers and Kent Johnson and Brennan Bassan when they're out there on the first line and you're paired up with Owen Power like yeah. you're gonna get chances to score so, <laughs> um, not bad luckily luckily I was able to bury them and um obviously it helps out playing on the power play too yeah, like it's it's a lot easier to put up points when you're playing on the power play, no matter no matter what league you're in. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah, you guys are nasty this year. Um, I think a lot of people overlooked your name, though, not to be rude or anything. But I just think they did. You know, this Michigan team coming into this year it had such high expectations, but you know, if if obviously power huge name, Veneers, you know, top two picks. Did you did you, do you ever feel overlooked by those guys, or no? Are you guys all one team? Like, how does that go in the locker room? Like, you know, you're obviously the captain as well, though, so you shouldn't be feel that way. But what was that like for you? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just like not having too much pride or, or not really having an ego. And mm-hmm. um, that's not only how I was, but how a lot of the guys on the team were, um, especially throughout that last year together. Obviously, you have all the talent in the world and um, it doesn't really mean anything if, if you can't play together and, and do things the right way. So um, for me, my whole my whole life, I was always overlooked, whether if that was in AAA, leaving AAA to go play high school or going to play out in Alberta junior hockey and not making any USHL or North American league team. So it's something that I was always used to. And um, like something that kind of pushed me just throughout my years is kind of feel, almost feeling like you have your back up against the wall and no one really believes in you. So it definitely makes it more special for the people that do believe in you. And um, there's a lot of people that I, that I have to thank for that. So oh, including your teammates, I think granted we were there for one night, out with you guys, let's say, after the game, but you could just tell how close you guys were as a group. I think out of all the teams, you guys one of the closest group of guys I've seen. Nice guys too, all humble. Sure. Obviously they're you know, NHL status in a year or so or less, but here they are all humble and you guys did well this year and it got to the frozen four. And I think that speaks deep of your Michigan team this year though. 
Yeah, I think that's that's one of the biggest things going into the year, especially being the captain. And mm-hmm. everyone everyone says, oh, teams with this many draft picks don't win. It's all about the older guys. And um, and so we just kind of prided ourselves in the relationships and um, just having those relationships that could bear bear honesty. If I had to tell somebody, you had to tell yeah. somebody to to figure it out. You know what I mean? They they knew that it was coming from the best intentions and whatnot. So it definitely made things a lot easier. As a captain in that room, was what was the toughest part about being the captain this year, would you say, if there was one? Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of outside noise with, with everything that goes on throughout the year. But I think just the biggest the biggest challenge was probably those that month, like coming back from Christmas mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. Like everyone, everyone talks about the Western Michigan game and not playing against them. Yeah. Um, missing eight or nine guys due to COVID. I don't I don't really think many people really understood the whole story and, and what was going on. And um, yeah, maybe the situation could have been handled a little bit differently, but obviously everybody wanted to play, but that, mm-hmm. that really wasn't up to the players or, or really even the staff too, is more um, the university in general. So just that time over that month was probably hard because you're missing all these guys and you got this going on and you're just trying to play games. And then after the Western game, you got, Michigan Tech and you got UMass who won the national championship that year and yeah. just kind of trying to hold things together as a group and I thought everyone everyone did a good job kind of sticking together and um, welcoming those guys back after they were gone for a month and, and whatnot so mm-hmm. um, but obviously I think that brought everyone closer together too so it was good. you guys handled it well that's for sure and, and went just, on an absolute tear after all that happened yeah and like, like you said you know there's a lot of outside noise but just being on a big campus alone you're playing on one of the biggest campuses for college hockey i mean there's got to be a lot of distractions like i don't know how do you go to school and have all these distractions and you know obviously you're focused on a career maybe in the nhl or whatever it may be but how do you stay focused during that time with all these students knowing who you are and stuff like that definitely a hockey school too. yeah big time hockey yeah school. yeah oh yeah <laughs> i think for me like i knew i knew i wanted to graduate and i knew that I knew that I really had to go to class and, and get good grades and, and whatnot. And um, it also made it a lot easier that I had four or five other guys who were all in my same classes. So yeah, yeah. Um, they would, they would, we would all push each other to go to class on, on days and whatnot. But the good thing is, is you get, you just kind of grind through class in the morning, realizing that you get to practice later in the day. So mm-hmm. kind of something to look forward to, which is good. Yeah. No, college is the best time of your life. I think. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. We had a fun oh, bring time, it back, man. We'll, we'll bring it like that. Was just I wish I could relive that night. If I could relive any night, it's probably that night. Yeah, I wish I could remember some of that night. <laughs> the best sweet. part about it is like that's that's what like every Saturday night is too, for like <laughs> for us too. So like obviously when you when you're doing it for four years, like it gets it gets a little old after a while, and like you looking back at it now, you're like, oh man, like this is a lot. But obviously, I think. Every single person who went to college, and I'd say ninety nine percent of people enjoyed college. They'd be like, oh, "I would do anything to go back." So yeah, um, just one more time. I feel like, a, I yeah. feel like a, everybody says that, but I mean, it's true. I just remember walking into that place and like, there's a there's an upstairs, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's where all the boys are." Literally, we <laughs> yeah. couldn't find you guys for like an hour, and I was just no, like, I was with the oh, the, There's another, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> layer to this goddamn thing. Like, cut that. Well, the but, best. Yeah. The best part is looking looking down, you get to see the whole dance floor and you just get to see like more of the guys who are more like relaxed and not on the D floor, just hanging out upstairs, just like people watching, like some of the boys on the team watching them talk <laughs> to girls or just do stupid stuff. But like I honestly I I love doing that, just like hanging out upstairs and 
talking to people and then being able to watch the guys just be clowns down low. So he's like, oh, he's going in. He's going fine. in. <laughs> yeah, you were on the you were on the railing too. Now I think about it. Like, hey, he was spot. He was captain of the sea. Yeah, yeah. He knew it was. Oh like, yeah, I was watching it. <laughs> Look down, see see Jake Heron with the shirt off or something good like that. Just like, waiting just for court on Monday. Hundred percent. Just having the time of their life. <laughs> he just got a notebook out for court. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> got my got my phone out. Yep, there's a dollar. There's a dollar. <laughs> I mean, I think that's something that's so like. Uh, underappreciated though too is just like obviously it's college these are the good times that you have and like you had so much talent the year before like you know are they is Owen Power Matty Beniers are you going to go to the NHL and leave you guys all chose to come back you know for this Mm -hmm. season plus obviously COVID knocks you out of the tournament before you can even get in to play against Duluth like how much did that kind of motivate you to you know go off this season and really like show what you guys are capable of yeah, I think it was just a huge motivation for everybody. Like it was just unfinished business for a lot of the guys. And I think that was a big reason why um, a lot of those first rounders came back because they wanted a chance to to play in the tournament and have like a normal college experience. They they would have never experienced hanging out on a Saturday night with all the guys or, or whatnot with COVID. Um, the one year getting to experience the children, the Yost or anything like that. So I think it was big for them. And um, I just think, over the years, you look at all the guys who stayed for, for two years. Um, Quinn Hughes, Kale McCarr, two guys, just to name. And, like, you look at what they do right away in the NHL, and they just tear it up right away. So I think those guys staying for another year of development is is always good, especially at college at a place like Michigan. I, I don't think you can rush um, your development or anything like that. Right. And can we just talk about how how – like shitty was COVID that year, you know. I mean, like you guys, especially being at a big school, like missing out <laughs> yeah, on that. Just imagine, no children, no <laughs> children at Yost, no nothing. You guys still had a great year, but I mean, and then like it all comes full circle with you know the whole COVID debacle in the tournament. Yeah, how how you know shitty was that whole process? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was pro- that that year was probably one of like the hardest years on me, just like mentally and just in general, like. You can't really see your family. We weren't able to go. We went home for Christmas for like three days. And then we were actually in Ann Arbor for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So like didn't get to experience that. Um, Obviously you couldn't really have like a social life outside of, outside of hockey. But I think the good, like the biggest thing that I learned from that was just like being around the boys, um, hanging out on a Friday or Saturday night. And obviously after a few months, you want to see other people too. And that was kind of the hard thing. Like how how am I going to tell I don't know, I'm not, a bunch of college kids that they can't random, go and do yeah, anything? Yeah, how are you going to tell yeah. a bunch of college kids that they can't go to a house this party, party on yeah. a Saturday night? Yeah. Or how are you going to tell them that they can't see their they can't see their girlfriend because they don't have a COVID test? Yeah, yeah, or anything like that. Like it was, yeah, good luck. It was all crazy, <laughs> and and if somebody did test positive, then um, it kind of fell on fell on the captains a little bit too, and then the coaches come to you and say, "Oh, what were these guys doing this this night? Like, what are you guys doing?" So. Luckily, we, I mean, throughout the year, we had no, no COVID, no, no COVID cases until two days before we left for the national tournament. It's the worst time. Good and time. then, yeah, so two guys test, I think two, I think one, one or two guys tested positive um, on Monday. We played Thursday. We ended up flying, flying out on Tuesday. The whole time you're wearing K95 masks. Yeah. Um, we got tested every day. Not one person tested positive over those days and then we literally wake up from like middle of our pregame nap from a call from our coach saying hey get everyone together and meet us in the 
like just the room where we were like the banquet hall where we were eating. And this was like four hours before the game. They go, yeah, uh, we had to like withdraw from the tournament because we had a guy test positive on Monday, I guess. I don't know. Nobody tested positive over those three days when we were in, uh, I don't even know where we were, Fargo, but we still couldn't play. And so So it was crazy. That's terrible. I mean, yeah, that's that's tough. And it's just hearing all that in your career too. I just, if you guys were coming back after that, I would have left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll go for four days, practice twice, and then fly home that night and yeah. not get to play. And then obviously you see the, who is it? Oh, Duluth and Nodak playing like six overtimes or five <laughs> overtimes. Mm-hmm. And Duluth didn't have to play the night before that. Like they would have to play us. Yeah, yeah. So like it's just, uh, like obviously watching those games is really hard. Like right when, it, the, right when our game got canceled, like Wisco's games started against Bemidji. Yeah. I remember sitting in our hotel room, just like a bunch of the guys being like, man, like what world are we living in right now that, that yeah. this is happening? Such a bizarre year thinking about all that. And then like you're, I think that regional was the only one with actually like a ton of fans too. Like half of it was, yeah, was it sold was, out. So it would have been sweet. It would have been, it would have been sick too. Cause we didn't play in front of anybody the whole year. Yeah. So that would have been, that would have been nice. But I think every, everything happens for a reason. And um, who knows if, if everyone would have came back, if, if we would have played that game, you know what I mean? And yeah, who knows if we would have had the year that we had and, and whatnot. So, I mean, looking back at it, obviously you wish things were a little bit different, but you're also uh, thankful for it at the same time. True. Yeah. Every, everything works out and that's a smooth transition to, you know, you ending up with the blue jackets. Yeah. You like that? Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. That's, we need a blue jacket shade in the, stu- in the studio. You know? We got a Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got Michigan. So we're, we're fine. I'll, but see, I'll see what I, I'll see what I can do. Oh man, there we go. Yeah, little blanks on the back. That's all we want. Or, or McGavin will work too. But <laughs> <laughs> customized jersey. McGavin. I actually, I actually bought a. Uh, I was gonna wear it, but I was like, ah, no chance. I bought a shirt that literally says "Shooter" across it. Oh, you should have. Oh, clean, you so I could. Uh, I wore it out one. T- I was like, I'm only gonna wear this one time, but I wore it out one night in Ann Arbor, and the guys were obviously I was getting shirt, but they they loved it. So it was, yeah. it was a fun night. Yeah, come on. Plus, I see the Wayne's World hat. That's die. <laughs> oh yeah, respect. Me and uh, me and Jack Becker watched that. He's he never saw it during like the COVID year, mm-hmm. so we lived You've together. I was like, it? dude, because we would just watch a ton of movies. I was like, have you seen this? He's like, no. I was like, dude, you got to see this <laughs> movie. And right after it, he was like dying laughing. He's like, dude, we got to get a Wayne's World hat. So he ordered <laughs> two of them and and got me one. So it's actually my favorite hat. That's how you build so Team Cammy. That's Team Cammy right there. Shout yeah. out Jack Becker. But yeah, like what went into you know season ends in the Frozen Four. I mean, you guys lose an OT to the team that wins the national championship like mm-hmm. that. That close, obviously heartbreaking. But like, what was that process like? Deciding, you know, like how many teams did you talk to? Why? Why the Columbus Blue Jackets? What went into that decision for you? Yeah, I just think for me it was um, it kind of felt like a fit with everything that the the management was saying to me, and um, it just seemed like a great opportunity for me to come in and and play play right away, and again, kind of try and prove myself that I can play in the NHL, and I can be an NHL caliber defenseman. And, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I thought, I thought just those conversations and, um, went really well and it just kind of felt right, right with me. And every single decision I've made, um, in my hockey career has always just been kind of based on my gut feeling. And that's kind of just where I, where I was at and and where I wanted to go. And I felt the right place. And obviously you got guys like Zach Wierenski who who played at Michigan and I talked to him a little bit and, um, he obviously had great things to say about the organization and, in the city and whatnot. So um, it's always nice to have a guy like that just kind of talk to you and, and kind of tell you from more like a personal standpoint. So 
um, really happy with the decision and, and time that I, I spent there at the end of the year. I, I really enjoyed it and, and had a blast and the team, the staff, the players and, and everyone was great to me over, over the three weeks I was there. So. Yeah, hundred percent is. I mean, obviously another good choice by you. Um, we would have liked you in Minnesota, but that's just selfish. That is selfish. <laughs> that is selfish. We'll still time that. for that though. The door's still open. Yeah, plenty of time. Um, plenty of time. But uh, you're also going in with Kent to make you know making your solo lap with him on the ice. What was that experience like? You know, you guys are obviously boys through your time at Michigan, but what was that experience like? Yeah, I mean, any any time you get to make like a a big a big jump like that, mm-hmm. um, and be able to do it with with a good friend like Kent. Um, obviously it makes things a lot easier and, uh, you get to ask, ask him questions. Like you're getting on the bus and you're like, oh, like we definitely got to sit in the front. Right. And <laughs> so like this, like stuff like that, or like getting off the bus, like getting back, like stuff like that, like just trying to make sure that, um, obviously we're, we know our role and, and we're playing our roles the right way and mm-hmm. not stepping on any toes or anything like that. So it's, uh, it was nice to have a guy like, like Kent with me and, um, just be able to talk to him too. And throughout days you have practice in the morning and then after that you don't really have much going on the rest of the day so yeah we're able to spend a lot of time together we had like our hotel we had our rooms were two doors away from each other so we'd always grab lunch and hang out or, or watch uh guys like owen and, and maddie play in their game so it was, it was definitely uh nice to have him around yeah makes it a lot easier and uh i mean overall I mean, the blue jackets have like, some young faces in that room too that had to make it easier too like like silly there and it's a lot of young talent you fit right in there and i mean you made an impact right away talk about your first goal and looking I mean, at that instagram picture right we're now. looking at it right now that's some ammo is, you had ready it, to fire is up. the hand out yeah it's no the glove did not come off did you think about it did you think about it for a second at least i mean not not in the moment but like he got back to the bench he's like <laughs> Shooters I tour. It, I said it to I think like KJ or someone. I like, could you imagine like first goal if I like did the shoot across center ice? Like, I don't even know. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even think that would have been that. I don't even know if that's like that could have a look doing it. No, doing no. It your first goal, or I don't. I don't think it would have been. So. No, no, I wouldn't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> when that season. happened, honestly, I just I just blacked out. Like I don't I don't really remember remember much, but um definitely a special moment. My family was there, so it was pretty cool to experience that. Yeah, I mean, you and your whole team, Michigan team, did very well in their in their first NHL games, but I think I was the most happy to see you bury one right there. I mean that was a good feeling. <laughs> Big yeah. time goal too. Like I mean, crowds going nuts. Yeah. yeah no, it yeah. was it was it was cool and a cool place to play obviously in Columbus. But I remember like you talking to me after the game in Michigan and you and I was talking to you like, yo, what are you doing after this year? Are you talking to teams you're like, yeah, I'm talking to a couple teams, but then you're like, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm going to the NHL for sure. You know, you're a free agent, but you just had the confidence and at the same time so humble. But then you'd go and do it and you score right away. Make a big hit right away. Get a couple assists. Now you're with the boys. Block some shots. Block right some away. shots too. Yeah. yeah. Like I to mean, no, it. it's pretty cool to see you. You know, go come full circle there and uh, do so well though. And and the rest of your teammates. I mean, my God, did you guys? Yeah. Go did off? any? Can any of them just do bad? Like, yeah. You know, just what was that like? Seeing everyone just tear it up though, <laughs> right the when hell? they got in. I mean, it's I mean, it's obviously unbelievable and and pretty special. And over my years, like just watching guys like Quinn Hughes go and play in his first game in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, after a year playing with him was obviously cool, but being able to like see this group of guys do it and, and do so well is, um, is obviously really cool. And like that time over the, that like week or two was just special to see these guys like live out their childhood dreams and, and be able to do so well. So it was, it was definitely special. Those boys was putting on, what about not, not surprised though, that those guys did well, like those guys, they love hockey and, and they, they work so hard and, and they, they just love the game. So I was really happy for them. 
Yeah, no, I think everyone was. Can we talk about Borlo's post? After I was that, just going to bring it up. We, we were all thinking it the whole time. I mean, <laughs> which one? Oh, come which on. One? Which one? The one where he buries the, the shootout overtime winner and then like puts At it Vegas. on Instagram. I feel like that night he beat oh, us. Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think he beat I like, <laughs> I mean, I, I think he beat the Sharks to the post. I'm, I, yeah, <laughs> I like, kid you not. A lot. It, was, it was unbelievable. I was like, like well, a, I like, sent it to the group message right away. I was like, boys. <laughs> This guy, posted, doing. Yeah, this guy must have grabbed the phone from his stall and posted immediately. I want to go look it up, but yeah. I mean, like, was I was goal. I think that that was the that was the night I scored my first goal too. So yeah. that's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, obviously uh I think it's sick too, because I think that that game was like if San Jose won that game in any fashion, that means Vegas didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that was it was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so Bordy just goes scores in the shootout and ends Vegas's hopes for a playoff. <laughs> Playoff push. So it right I, on the that's pretty, that was pretty funny, but yeah, that was. Uh, he loves posting on Instagram, loves the videos, and and loves showing off the highlights. He's definitely uh very confident, but um, obviously was with him at the World Championships and mm-hmm. really close with him. He's an un- unbelievable guy, and you guys met him when you were here. And um, all He's those guys are just unreal guys, friends, friends for life, and um, excited to see what they do in the future. Yeah, uh, just a good good group of guys, and yeah, you guys are set for the future. And now, 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 like you said, you're looking up to Quinn. He was going to the show, and then now you've done it. Now you got guys looking up at you. You know, and you're gonna be able to yeah, go back and crazy. give some advice. Now it's pretty cool. What about? Can we just get to talk about you know your time playing in the World Championships? Yep. A lot of those guys that you you know, play college hockey with or just you know grew up watching. What was that experience like for you? And you know, just representing the country that's huge in itself. Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty special for me. Uh, never wore a USA jersey before. Never, never. played in any of those camps oh, or anything like that. So. When I got the call, obviously, uh, no hesitation, had to, had to say yes right away. And, um, pretty, pretty cool experience for me to be able to go to Europe and just like you guys said, wear the USA jersey and get to meet guys like Seth Jones and, and Nate Schmidt, these guys who are really good defense in the NHL who, who do it the right way. And, um, just kind of cool to be there for the two or three weeks that I was and get to build relationships with guys and, and, NHL head coaches too and just meet new people and, and have those experiences so it's definitely something special yeah it was very cool yeah. to see it was just like the hockey season, season never ended for you though I mean it just kept going I <laughs> yeah. just remember texting like god this kid no is not done yet I'd be like god my legs <laughs> yeah hurt a little bit no, it's def- definitely nice to get a, a little break here and um, just kind of reset and, and just kind of think about the last year and, and everything that ha- that's happened so talk about um, it on pucks and deep get it off your chest year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> biggest podcast for hockey for sure. You know, so you, you made it here. What about when did you lose the stash? Was it for Worlds or was it right after college hockey ended? When who can I blame? Because that stash for the mustache. Yeah, uh, I miss it. I literally think it was that night after we lost. Ah, oh, son of a. Let's go. Yep, I'm here. Uh, I got. Uh, I'm in an apartment right now, and right next to the rink downtown. Um, and then I'll be here until like middle of July and then I'll head back to Michigan for a little bit and, um, skate and train there and get ready for, uh, training camp. Yeah. See the boys. Oh yeah. I mean, you got to get them tuned up for next season. Make sure American Eagles align. American Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) The Eagle. Oh, I really hope I see some more of those Instagram posts. Those are great. (laughs) Now I need to look it up too. I was just on boards. I mean, this is definitely top Who, to bottom. Who's their competitor? Who's American Eagles like competitor? We should like Hollister. Hollister. Oh. We should Photoshop Hollister on a new Michigan player. <laughs> just make a competition. <laughs> competition. Yeah. Create conflict. Uh. 
They are pretty funny. Uh, the first actually, one, the first one, just caught me off guard. So that was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, "Wait, what? Is this?" I'm real? actually gonna look at uh, Bordelow's Instagram. Oh man, it was just like, like I think one of the worst. It was his He's selling like, that really sold me. I was just like, "Oh my!" Well, so and he did a carousel post. Like that's a professional, like where you ha- you set the cover, it's yeah. solid, and then he sized the video and timed it where it was just the goal. I mean, half the guys in our staff blanks can't do that. Yeah, this guy is. We just have to teach interns in the locker room. Well, getting it I don't up. think I don't think he does it. I think it's all uh, yeah. Oh shit, he's got help. Okay, still yeah, execution. That's perks of perks of being represented by <laughs> one of the most powerful sport agents in the world. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> shout out to Brennan. Shout out to Brennan Brisson. Yeah, yeah. He's I got it. I met his dad couple times actually. he's unreal yeah i'm actually looking at Bordy's instagram and like his instagram's actually his instagram's actually good i just like uh just like he's one of those guys that you can just kind of easily chirp <laughs> oh my his instagram. God. <laughs> like the one like if i didn't know Bordy and i saw the one like the michigan versus everybody shirt <laughs> like i like i love the guy to death but like you definitely we definitely like we're chirping him because of it but like obviously you're on his team so like oh yeah that's pretty sick but like if you don't know him you're kind of like okay western michigan was having a field day with him yeah Uh, who was it that we had it on the pod recently it was like have you seen borderlo's instagram like wasn't even a michigan player uh he 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 brought up everybody oh yeah sofo did yeah it's sofo's big instagram guy yeah he's just like this guy gets it i think uh i think sofo played with my brother uh in the gnaw I can't oh, really? before, so uh, before they went their own ways <laughs> for a little bit, but he at, uh, was it at Cooley during like the during the thick of COVID. Like once everything first started happening, like I was home with my family and like everyone was kind of home doing their own thing or whatever. But I was so bored, I made like a five puck challenge, and uh, I'm pretty sure he did one, and it was one. Of, it was one of the best ones. <laughs> the guy can entertain. He can. Oh yeah, he's, it's, Im- he's it's impressive how many people know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna be working for us soon though so something to be good that's the hope yeah that's the hope he says who, who do we get a red berenson story out of i'm trying to think uh, boards no who's on, boards. The, who's on the pod last for michigan it, it was uh selman justin selman who got us that was it but if if we asked you for a red berenson or a mel story is there anything we can any ammo there we, we could pull that's um, repeatable that's repeatable. i don't have a i don't have a red one for you because i uh Year was Mel's second year, so I never played for. Uh, I got you. I never played for Red, but the only Mel story I'd have, like just like the, you saw like the Michigan hockey did like a TikTok question of like his like cliche sayings that he always does. Yeah, yeah, like, I like that the, one. Over the four years, like there's always uh, there's always the same sayings that you hear like each and every single week, and it's just like funny throughout like your four years. Like he'll say something like. We'll be playing against someone. He'll be like, and you know what? I just, I expect your very best, like nothing more, nothing less, you know, kind of like <laughs> do the hand signals. It's like when you're a freshman, like you don't really, you don't really understand it. And then like when you're a senior, you kind of like, you kind of like look around at the other guys and like, you're trying not to laugh. Cause, like, <laughs> you just, cause like, you know, like you just kind of know, cause he says it all the time. So it's like, it's just kind of funny. So he's yeah. got a lot of those, like just one liners where he always says like, kind of the same thing and guys will kind of look around and be like okay but they're not bad one-liners like they're i mean they're good but yeah. once you're there for four years like okay like, they get repetitive get yeah yeah you gotta play the hits i, <laughs> you gotta play the hits. I respect yeah, it exactly. I love that it. Point. 
let's uh, let's get a little speed round going here and uh okay different question let him go all shout right. out shout out to uh carson meyer though i was uh let's go that's our guy you guys had him on the pod a while ago i was at dinner with him another blue jacket yeah you know, wanted to you wanted to make i had to make sure i said hi for him uh, shitty on us to not even mention we, him. god he's on the team i thought about it when we were talking about blue jackets and then i completely forgot after so i love is it and you got uh, love you. have you met uh Silly's brother yet Owen? I have not. Owen, yeah, dude, he's good. I went to Bidmidji with him, uh, but he's sick. Oh, okay. He's we got sick, a few uh, boys in the Blue Jackets. And what's his name? Godet is God, over there. Yeah, have you played with uh, Godet before? Jake Godet? Uh, Justin, Justin World Championships. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he's Season a uh, eight, he's so. an unreal guy, too. I went, went out to dinner with him a few times, and uh, he's a really good guy. He's yeah. a boy. There's Tristan Mullen, another former podcast. Another one. God. In the AFL well, boys I think there. that's it right now that I don't. Oh, I okay. hope we didn't leave anyone off yeah. if we do. Got it. Is, uh, is Silly, Silly's brother, he just transferred to Arizona State, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lucas did. Yeah. 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 So we're yeah. going to go down there next year and visit him. Oh, I like met him like yeah. during a game once, but that other than that, I, I don't really know him. But we're gonna. Yeah, go you guys, there. you guys will have no fun down there. Nothing. <laughs> I still think <laughs> I Michigan. Gonna do. Michigan Honestly. night's not going to be top though. Like other than not not getting a dub that night, it was. I think st- being able to sleep outside is going to be potentially a play. <laughs> potentially. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, where's Kelly? Where's Kelly? He's on the or T box. <laughs> Thank God that didn't happen to Michigan, or we would have been done. though. So. that campus was so <laughs> sick, though. Just Michigan's campus and. It's so old school. It just it's huge, yeah. dude. Yeah, it almost reminds you of like a campus when you're driving around that you'd see in like the beginning of a movie. Exactly, that's what or I felt like. like I felt like going in a movie. I was like, boys, I said right uh, away, we are in trouble tonight. <laughs> like it was not. <laughs> we are in trouble. But all right, so let's go. We're gonna rock a quick speed round here. If you haven't listened, we I throw in a bunch of sound animation, so it's gonna sound like intense. But put yourself in that window <laughs> right now. Okay. All right, so shout out of the cannon. Do you know how many block shots you had this year? Uh, no idea. No. You set a record, Nick. All right, <laughs> forty-seven big ones. What yeah. went in? What went into your head here? And I believe you had twelve and seven NHL games. Shouts to uh, Plavs giving me that stat. That's two a game. <laughs> what? What go? Yeah, Damn two near. a game. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, is it you're wearing the C? You have to, or what? Like, what goes into your, that thought process? I mean, I just, I just don't want to get dashed out. I don't, don't want to get forty. I mean, any, anything to keep the puck out of the net. Um, I'll, like I'll do it. I mean, anything. So. Okay. So, uh, cool. what's what was the record? Forty nine for record 40, for what? For you, your that was your, your personal best. Okay. I believe yeah. your freshman year, you had like forty two or so. Forty two was your second best. So, oh, okay. I mean, but nice. double forties, nice. That, that's I'll big. take it. That's big. Plus a twelve, yeah, that's like sixty on the year actually. Plus any other hockey you played, I have no idea. People I mean, forget. Yeah. Plus worlds, we don't even have world stats. We don't have any so. stats. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say you touched eighty. Yeah. But. We'll just. That's the safe bet. All right. What about? Yeah, that's fine. What's your favorite roundup? Favorite game that you played in at Michigan? Because I mean, you played in that stadium series game, like that outdoor game. Was that it, or would it be you know in the tournament? What do you think? Good question. Ooh, that's a hard one. I mean, obviously that stadium one comes comes straight to my head. Um, I'd say that one or the my sophomore year when we swept Michigan State in the Big Ten quarterfinals on Friday Saturday. That was probably one of the most fun weekends I've had because we had we had to win that we had to basically sweep them to like stay alive in the tournament mm. right before COVID hit, and then we were gonna play Ohio State in the semis, and we never had the chance to because of COVID. Um, so I think we were like 14 in pair-wise, so yeah. that was uh, that one was a lot of fun. That year was so fun, too. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. God, you guys were that solid for that. just two years in a row. Yeah, that was a blast. 
to two years because of COVID. I didn't, we, two we years didn't, in a row, he got just wrecked. We didn't even COVID. ask about and that. And you guys could have won it all both years. I yeah. Mean, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we suck at interviewing, but I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. That's good. That's big. Yeah. What about, what's your favorite jersey then for Michigan? Would it be the outdoor series? Or is, I mean, like, you guys have some good options. Yeah, obviously. that's true. Yeah, I, know, I wish I would have bought in the, because uh, we get a chance to buy, like, a jersey at the end of the year. I wish I would have bought that one, but they were so expensive compared to, like, the normal ones because mm-hmm. so many people wanted them. So I'd say my favorite, my, uh, I got my white Michigan jersey hanging right above me right here. Um, so I think that one's probably my favorite. I like, I love the, uh, the all white. Well, now that you wanted to what gyms weren't, or no, that's, that's an old, that's, that's kind old. of an old, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of similar to one. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that one, a little bit. Now that you got the contract, though, you're going to buy it back? <laughs> no, <laughs> somebody, some super, Double some down. fan has it, for sure. They would definitely sell it to sold, you. They sold all of them. Maybe I'll put a put a post out there or something. But we'll do it for you. No, We're I'll, let, I'll let them have it. I have, <laughs> I have a blue one, a maze one, and... Those cream ones, I have, I have that one too. Oh god, um, those ones were cool. I only wore those a few times, but those were, those were fun to wear. Beauties. What is it about uh, number seven? Obviously, seventy-seven now for the Blue Jackets. You, number seven at Michigan. You know, is, it, is that just shooter's number? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so close, close family friend uh, Austin Zarnick played at was the captain at Miami of Ohio back in the day. I think he's in uh, Islander system right now, but. He was he was number seven at at Miami and growing up and um, he was a small small skilled forward and uh, I look up I looked up to him so I, that's kind of why I changed from to seven in, in Okotoks that was the first year I wore it. Yeah, I like that. What about have you ever did Columbus just hook you up with seventy seven or did you choose it? Yeah. Uh, so I, obviously I couldn't be seven because right. uh, Sean Corrali wears seven so uh, just thought I'd add add one more to it. It, it fits. Good go touch. double, yeah, double yeah. sevens. Double. Now you might have to go double Double, double guns. <laughs> Drops the, the stick. stick. <laughs> double gloves are off. Let them know. I think that'd be the last time yeah. you touch the ice if you just rip. <laughs> no. I mean, why not? It's like uh, like Neil Yakupov when he scored that one. I think that was his first NHL goal. Oh, when he oh yeah. Dropped on his dropped on his knees, and I was just like, man, that was. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. It's intense. That yeah. didn't really work out for him. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's tough. So yeah, good you avoided the guns, but next year, it's, it sounds like it's coming. It is right? absolutely in a big moment, maybe. I don't know. We'll yeah, come watch you when you're like in Minnesota. If, you get like an overtime winner or something, like instead of Jack Hughes, like how he throws his stick over the glass, like yeah. just yeah. take the glove off, or maybe I don't know if I'll take the glove off. But no, maybe NHL would be all over something. that. NHL be all over that. You got glove to it. a lucky fan. Yeah, uh, that's bold. I'd love yeah. to. I would love to meet Shooter McGavin. I I just. I follow him on Twitter and he still like kind of does like the happy Gilmore. Yeah. Like stuff like that. I'll meet you on, meet you at the ninth green at nine o'clock. Like we're something nice. Like stuff like that. Like I love when he tweets out stuff like that. Hell yeah. I, I love that. That's, that's an easy sponsorship. It is. Is that the not well, shooter it, McGavin? Cause that, that's not even him, but I do love that guy. I don't know. I follow, I follow, I follow both of them. The not shooter McGavin's pretty hilarious too. But the actual one, um, he's hilarious. The actual one gets he, was after at, he was at a Springfield game. Uh, and he dropped the puck like late in the, late in the year. Oh my god! Um, not for Springfield in the A, but like I was like, man, that'd be such a sick game to be at. Just seeing him drop the puck and <laughs> doing a shootout. Like, I'd pay good money. Uh, the show's yeah. nice, but God, I wish for I would have been there for that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Get Are we still? Oh, we're still uh, speed round. We got a rock couple. Yeah. 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 Um, sorry, we'll go, go back. On. Go back to Michigan yeah. here. Funniest guy on the team. 
Mm. Uh, probably Nolan Moyle. Moyle, yeah. I mean, just watching that guy walk around the bar was just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember he, oh, he was helping us out when we first got there. Yeah, yeah, like, good we, guy. yeah. we needed good it. Guy. What about who? Who benches the most? Let's, we just gotta know. Mm. Luke Morgan. Luke Morgan. That was quick. What's he putting up? Yeah, uh, a lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> a lot. If you had I to, can't. I don't even know. I don't. I try not to pay attention to how much the exact weight is because it's it's a lot different than me. <laughs> Shout out, Luke. Yeah. So far, so far, it's different than what you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. what, what about best style? If you had to give it, I wow. Mean, boards is just sitting there waiting. But if you had to, don't give him it. You don't have to. You don't have to. It can be anybody. I, I will say, Bordy. Bordy has like I really like Bordy style. Yeah. But like I couldn't. I couldn't pull it off mm. just because like he's. It's like a different kind of look, but. Um, I think just in general, I'd probably say best style, Steve Holtz. Steve Holtz. Wow. Shouts. Just, I mean, you look pretty yeah, good on the red carpet yourself, though, so don't, you know, yeah. don't take it to heart. <laughs> what about best stash on the team besides yourself? Best stash? Yeah. When it was all cooking, you know, playoff stash, maybe no, November, I'm guessing you guys had some some thunder. You know? oh, best stash. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say more like Luke Morgan again. He had a good one. <laughs> just, uh, he's just stuffing Nolan cheese. Moyle had, Nolan Moyle had a good one. Um, he did. I, I don't know. I can't think of anyone else on the top of my head. I was actually, I was mad. Some guys were like shaving, like guys like Owen were like shaving their beards and like, they're like, Oh, well, I can't really grow a beard. I was like, well, you still can't shave. Yeah. yeah. Like that's so not how it works. At that point they're like, I was chirping like Jack Summers was shaving his mustache. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> playing. So, but that's, that's okay. Like, dude, do you want to win? So. It's not okay. It's yeah. college hockey, how bad, man. How bad, how bad do you want to win? <laughs> if you're shaving you your something. mustache and then you're not a team player. That's so true. Nah. What about toughest barn to play at in the Big Ten? Mm. Besides um, Michigan, the Can't. toughest game I played at in the Big Ten was the Big Ten championship against Minnie. Yeah, that's it's I think that's like the first time they like sold out in a while. Yeah, yeah like you, that, you guys really ruined that. that was party. unreal. Uh, <laughs> um, that place was hard to play in though, like because we played them in the Big Ten tournament, like my freshman year. Yeah, and it was right around when the Minnesota high school tournament was going on. Yep. So it was like there was like a thousand people there. Yeah, and I was just like, it was it was a little tough, different. But I think uh, probably I'd say probably Penn State would be like the most consistent, hardest hardest place to play at. But mm-hmm. that was probably my favorite place to play at, other than other than Yost, obviously. Right. What about is there a a chirp that hit you in the, in your four years in college hockey that you still remember? Could be from a fan, could be from a player. Anything that sticks out. Mm. Doesn't have Honestly, to be good. no. Other other than the Western Western Michigan chirps, those are the only those are the only things. Like I can't remember any anything like anybody said to me that yeah. was like really like oh wow that was like that's gonna stick with me. But other than Western Michigan just ripping me in the penalty box, <laughs> but I guess I I guess I got the last laugh there. Damn right, uh, God, just give it. To I me. love it. I'll, I'll just speed around here. Just a couple more questions here. Um, yeah. you you went through college hockey, experienced it all, literally like everything downside best things whatever it may be what what do you think college hockey needs to improve how, how does it grow it's deep um i don't know i think one of the biggest things right now is you're seeing what's going on with the transfer portal yeah and i don't know if i have an exact like answer to what's going on but you see like the best players at robert morris or the best players in at aic will have like a good year or two and then they're going to go transfer to north dakota or go transfer to minnesota Duluth. so i feel mm-hmm. like it it's like a creating a bigger gap of like from the top tier to the bottom tier of like of skill and teams and whatnot. And then obviously when they're adding teams, 
like small schools that I've never heard of and adding them. Like I yeah. think it's just hard because those schools just can't compete with recruiting. They can't compete with facilities with the other teams. So I think the transfer portal is probably something that they'll have to change in over the next few years. Cause obviously it's all so new and everything like that. And mm-hmm. even now with NIL deals, like if a guy can get an NIL deal at Michigan or North Dakota or Wisconsin or anything like that, like mm-hmm. it's probably a lot easier to get money for that rather than, going somewhere like a smaller school you know right right yeah. absolutely that's a good point like you said mercy her social media versus michigan social media too it's, they try hard all right they do but yeah, so just like a bit different the, yeah. a bit different. <laughs> little different apparel package 98,000 is not that many follower difference it's not, yeah that's not bad yeah but it's it, it is something to think about i think you're right though and it's tough because you want you know if you're not if things aren't going well for you at school you know, out of, out of juniors or whatever, like you should get the chance to move though. Don't you think maybe you got to, do you like sitting out yeah. a year? Do you think sitting out a year is too much or maybe like think, six months or so? I, I think there's know. got, I think there's got to be a way to, to like where you don't have to sit out of here. Like Jack Olmstead left Michigan just cause unfortunately, like love the guy just didn't work out for him at Michigan and mm-hmm. wasn't getting the opportunity that he thought he deserved. So, um, same with Josh girl, like they Olmstead transferred to Miami and, Girl transferred to uh Mankato, yep. and I don't think they didn't have to sit out of here because I think if your coach signs off on it or something like that, and I think the rule might have changed or something, mm-hmm. but like those guys were able to play. Like, there's just got to be a certain system that decides, like, if this guy can transfer or whatnot, or block shots, um, probably like an application. Yeah, if you have over, yeah, if you have over 15 a year, you can transfer or something <laughs> like that. But I mean, that's obviously, a lot. obviously, yeah. it's hard because you don't want people to be stuck in a situation and have to sit out of here. All right. So now we got to give you the question we asked everybody. Hopefully Kent gave you, or Carson, shout yeah. out former, give you a little advice on this. But it's our endorphin question. Best protein in the biz. That's how you block 47 shots, I'm assuming, this year. Uh, but go to endorphin.com. Use promo code <laughs> ECH or Pucks in Deep. You get 10% off your first purchase. Yeah. Uh, but our question for you, Blanks, you know, like you, you've been through a lot in hockey, working your way up now to the NHL, not a big deal. Uh, scoring goals everywhere shooter mcgavin you know mm. what's your what's your advice to our younger listeners out there that are just you know trying to you know make their dreams come true maybe that's making into juniors making into college hockey making it to the pros yeah what what's your advice for them yeah i think the the biggest thing for any kid i think everyone has their their own way of doing things and, and everyone has their own path and um obviously there's more the traditional path that a lot of kids want to take whether if that's going to the ushl straight out of high school or whatnot but I just think surrounding yourself with good people and, and trusting in your path and who you are as a person, as a hockey player will, will take you to places that you might, you might not even think. Like for me, I, it's crazy to even be thinking that um, I played in the NHL this year, but for me, I was working as a Zamboni driver a year out of high school, just trying to make a junior team and um, just continue to have faith in myself and believe that my path, my path is different than everyone else's. And, um, and just didn't really compare myself to what other people were doing. So I think that's the biggest thing is sounds so cliche, but I mean, trusting, trusting the process and, and what you're doing each day. And obviously if you got to work, you got to work as hard as you can to achieve anything, whether if that's uh, playing division one hockey or trying to get a job after college, you, you have to be all in. So I think that's the biggest thing. Let's go. Damn. Time out. So you, you're nasty Zamboni driver, I assume like you can, you can whip it. Oh yeah. yeah. One of the, <laughs> one of the best in Michigan. Oh, he does the ice after the boys are done practicing. Just yeah, Blue Jackets no, I ever needed. I never no. did that, yo. So I would have liked to, but oh. um, but yeah, no. God, can you imagine how nuts the children of Yost would have went? 
You're coming around. <laughs> he's in his, he's in his gear. He's just ripping. Off. Full uni. Just Captain's not even in the locker room. He's just ripping yeah. the ice. <laughs> that would have been that would have been unreal. The cockiest thing I've ever seen if that happened. <laughs> Could still happen. In oh, trials, you know. That would have been good. Blue Jackets, you're listening to this. Let's make that happen. But do you have any more questions? I don't, man. No, Nick. Thanks We're for taking up so enough much time. Time, time yeah, for a while. Appreciate you coming on and yeah, sticking through all these questions. Um, and yeah, I mean, we got I, some good clips coming. We, we just need a, a blanks Blue Jackets jersey, and I think we're set. Or Carson Meyer, we'll let you choose, you know, or both. Let's just go both. Do you want a protein a deal? Options. Do you want yeah. a protein deal? We do have endorphin. If you want? I think I'm good. I think I'm good for now. Okay, yeah. I got some. I got some on me. You block shots. I got, uh, go. Yeah. Appreciate it. I got. I got, got myself. But thanks for having me on, guys. I I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we're officially uh, a blanks pod. I mean, we're already a Michigan pod, but uh, yeah, reoccurring guests. We'll have you back on some other time. But you know, thank you again for your time. Yeah, and man. Enjoy your off season. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Had a blast. Good luck. uh, Good luck with everything, and and have a good summer. We'll keep in touch. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it, Blanks. Okay. Later. Later. Peace. What a guy. So that was Shooter McGavin. I'm sorry, Nick Blankenberg, former Cappy for the Michigan Wolverines. I can't even speak. Current Mm. wagon. For your oh, Columbus fits. Blue Jackets. The wagon, Columbus, yeah. 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 Number I 77 mean, for the Blue Jackets there. What a guy. Mm, I dude, mean, 77 is a nice number. Like, uh, it, when I think especially when you have 12 eats that name. Double guns. Oh. Yeah. This man. He, I mean, what can he do? Imagine driving the Zamboni, you know, a year out of high school, playing junior, trying to make a junior roster. Yep. And then running that from the AJ to Michigan. Walked on. on. Yeah, yeah. To a tough effing. I mean, they get recruited every single. Played yeah. with Quinn Hughes. Mm-hmm. Decent working his way that, up, you team. know, going into okay. Now he's taking over for being the main guy in the locker room. We got Owen Power, Mappineers, Kent Johnson, Bortolo, yeah. Brisson. I mean, I'm leaving people out. I'm sure tons of effing dudes there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is both. I mean, Strauss, Mann's in there, Cam York, you name it. Like Moyles, Muzzy. I mean, there's Moyles, so much going Muzzy, on in that room. It, Luke Morgan's benching a house. I yeah. mean, there's so much happening in that locker room. Mel's saying the same old things over and over, and he's just loving it. They're winning games, Eat and they it. had a hell of a season. God, it was a, maybe the most fun team to watch. I mean, the power play was. The best Easily. power play I've ever seen in college hockey, hands down. Yeah. Caulfield was electric two years ago, but this, it just keeps feeling like it goes up a year. I don't know who's going to top Michigan, I mean, but it's going to be hard to do. Probably Michigan, movement Michigan's going to yeah. top themselves, probably. I mean, five deep, but, but like they literally ran it, like you didn't want to give them a power play. That's for sure. And just, yeah, I, I'm i a Duluth fan, so like I honestly, like we benefited not playing them that year, Yeah, you know, because of COVID, but still I wanted to see it. I was just like, yeah, this team's hell loaded, man. Yeah. Like that was going to be the ter- the game of the tournament. Like. Mm-hmm. So it was just disappointing to see that. So I was still rooting for him this year. We went to the campus. You know, it's hard not to fall in love with these guys. You meet them. Yeah. They take you out. They're the nicest dudes ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. Met yeah. up with them in Boston too. And shout out Bordy for doing the interview out there. Blanks is just. Bordy's the man. Too busy getting the mullet ready for the red carpet. El Capitano, I mean, unbelievable. Man. Yeah, the muzzy. I remember him going. coming off the bus. I was like, my God. I mean, everyone just dropped their shit and just looked at him like, wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a mullet and a half. That's cappy. Yeah. That's a cap if I've ever seen one. So that's true. Uh, again, thanks Nick Blankenberg for coming on, man. That was that was a fun episode. It's 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 off season right now, but that's a fun one to do. And you see one of you know many uh, Michigan players who have done very well in the NHL now. Um, it's very cool to see and just get his perspective on it. You know, what's it like going back to the hotel room with KJ and just watching, you know, the boys light it up somewhere else in the show. It's, it's right. it was unbelievable. It's like a movie. Well, I just I still can't believe he was just like no hesitation to go play in men's worlds and like. I get it. Like he never wore a USA jersey. As if he didn't block like sixty five already. At right. Point I mean, the, the amount of games played, go, going to NHL, mm. seven more games there, and just like the leg got to be just hurting. Yeah. I mean, he set a record high in blocks. And he probably still has ice. And he went out there now. for the USA, threw on the red, white, and blue for the boys. So uh, this guy, you know, he he loves to eat pucks, loves he to does. play, and 
we love having him on. So he's going to be a recurring guest. Same with we need to get Carson Meyer back on. That's that's my main takeaway right now. Yeah, get him. I think on. we just need to go to Columbus. We got some. Yeah, yeah. We might be a Columbus pod. Absolutely, that's kind of what's coming too. So again, thanks to Blanks for coming on. Thank you all for listening. Remember, you can catch this uh, also on YouTube as well as you can follow us on our page. That's Everything College Hockey Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. Team ECH on Twitter. We're also yep. on Facebook at Everything College Hockey. But uh, thank you guys for the support. You know, like, comment, share, whatever you can do to help us out. We appreciate it and. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back next week with another pod. Who do we got next week? You're gonna want to see. You're gonna they block some oh, shots. I, I know who it is, but uh, you do. Yeah, no, it took me a second. You want to tell me because I don't even know. Well, let's let's say it for next week. I was let's assuming they, they eat pucks, right? They definitely eat nice. pucks. Right, they, nice. They definitely eat pucks. We're back with another big guest. Uh, I don't know if, how you can follow shooter. It might be happy. I don't know, but that'd be uh, insane. That would be pretty sick. Yeah, right, we gotta yeah. find him. All right, thank you guys, and we'll catch you next week. We out. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So how does it feel to be the favorite, Shooter? Well, I certainly don't think I'm the favorite. With all the great players here today, it's really anyone's tournament. I'm just trying to do the best I can out there. I tell you, the real winner today is the city of Portland. Every time I come here, it gets harder to leave. I think you guys put something in the water. <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta go play with gum. Truly really stepped it up to the full-time job this year. Here's a shot by Nick Blankenberg, and Michigan executes off the face-off to draw the opening tally. Let's get one thing straight. This is Shooter's tour. I've worked hard my whole life, paid my dues, and now it's Shooter's turn. Simoskevich in front. There's Nick Blankenberg. That's two, that's far shooter. Oh, you can count. Good for you. Trying to get around Passel, but Passel keeps him to the outside. Coming off the bench, Blankenberg. He's in with a shot, he scores! Nick Blankenberg beats Bushy, and the Wolverines are able to avoid the sweep and win this one in overtime, three to two. If you're not doing anything later, why don't you join us at nine o'clock on the ninth green? What happens there? That's that secret of the pros. Uh, great team effort. Uh, unbelievable atmosphere at Yost tonight. I mean, oh, I can't believe uh, I'm blessed enough and lucky enough to go to this university. And man, it uh, feels good to beat uh, Ohio State. So get three points and move on to tomorrow. Let me show you how we do it in the pros. Can't learn that in the hockey rink. Spots his deep partner all alone. And Nick Blankenberg rifles it in his 10th of the season of career high. McLeod defending. Blankenberg with a shot scores! His first NHL goal! And it's a power play goal! 3-2 Columbus! First National Hockey League goal in his sixth game. He's in the middle of the ice. He's going to fake pass one way and fire that puck short side. Great net front screen. Pulls it, whips it. And that puck goes right through everyone, including Koskinen. And he's got his first National Hockey League goal. What a moment. And how about the celebration? Kirk Strang goes to get the puck. I think of Happy Gilmore. I didn't get a chance to see him play. I was too busy winning. I admit that's a hell of a drive. 450 yards, huh? Yeah, how do you finish again? Dead last? Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a good day, though. Thanks.